everybody. Welcome back to Sleepy Time Stories. This is Matt. I think we should, yeah. You had a big day, huh? Who are you spending time with? Uncle Patty Cake. Yep, Uncle Patty Cake. You're talking like a baby, huh? It's because I thought you were <laughs> Okay, well... My voice doesn't do that when I get tired, but I know you are genuinely tired, and I'm tired too, but we're here at chapter 32 of George MacDonald's The Princess and the Goblin. Those weren't words. <laughs> Can I wear shoes with bells on? <laughs> Was that good? No. Oh, I tried. <laughs> Maybe if you could form words in English. Let's try this one more time. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no. Can you? Read the title? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's not how you do it at all, huh? Would you like to me to read the title now? Yeah. Chapter 32. The last chapter. Yeah, it's rare that a book just up and tells you that. Might be an epilogue or something, I can't remember. All the rest went up the mountain and separated in groups to the homes of the miners. Curdie and his father and mother took Ludie with them. And the whole way a light, of which all but Ludie understood the origin, shone upon their path. But when they looked round, they could see nothing of the silvery globe. For days and days, the water continued to rush from the doors and windows of the king's house, and a few goblin bodies were swept out into the road. Curdie saw that something must be done. He spoke to his father and the rest of the miners, and they at once proceeded to make another outlet for the waters. By setting all hands to the work, tunneling here and building there, they soon succeeded, and having also made a little tunnel to drain the water away from under the king's house, they were soon able to get into the wine cellar, where they found a multitude of dead goblins. Among the rest, the queen, with the skin shoe gone and the stone one fast to her ankle, for the water had swept away the barricade, which prevented the men-at-arms from following the goblins, and it greatly widened the passage. They built it securely up, and then went back to their labors in the mine. Um, if you're wondering if that took, what well, that ticking sound is, if you can hear it, that's my alarm clock. Yes, there is an alarm clock. It's a very exciting discovery. We had to wind it up. Yep, it's ticking, and I'm going to wake up at nine. Yep, we're on vacation, so nine is a good time to wake up. All right. A good many of the goblins, with their creatures escaped from the inundation out upon the mountain. 
but most of them soon left that part of the country, and most of those who remained grew milder in character, and indeed became very much like the Scotch brownies. Come on in, Dad. Their skulls became softer as well as their hearts, and their feet grew harder, and by degrees they became friendly with the inhabitants of the mountain, and even with the miners. But the latter were merciless to any of the cobs creatures that came their way, until at length they all but disappeared. Do you have a question, dear? Um, well, um, we have a guest today. <laughs> who's your, who's the guest? Granddaddy. Yes, hi. Hey, I'm going to kiss Lydia goodnight. Okay, that sounds good. And I'll let you good. read your story. Okay, well, I have exactly a one sentence to well, read. Well, go right ahead. All right, here we are. The rest of the history of the princess and Curdie must be kept for another volume. Oh, my goodness, you've been learning about the princess and Curdie? Mm-hmm, and that is the end Gosh, right there. story. Of Good McDonald's, night, The Princess and the Goblin, as yeah. recorded in Project Gutenberg. Oh, so, wonderful. I think we could find the next volume, which is The Princess and Curdie, right. if you want, Lid. And that's a very interesting, kind of a different story, as I recall. I very so. much about Curdie and his adventures. Correct. Would you be interested in go- moving on to that one as our next story? Yeah. Good night, little girl. Is there any more princess and the goblin stories? No, just the two, I think. The princess and the goblin and the princess and Curdie. Those are the ones I recall. I can look around and see. Oh, goodness. Oh, that's my door. Hmm. Well, I'll see about editing that out. (laughs) Yeah. And um and after we are done with the princess and Cody, we can go down to a new book. Yeah, there. You know that's the great thing about books. There's always another one. Yep. Well, pleasant dreams, everyone. And this is Matt. This is Lydia, and I hope you enjoyed our sleepy time stories. And make sure you check out Gutenberg.org. <laughs> That's very good, hon. That's very sweet. All right. Good night, everybody. Where lots of stories come from. Remember, check check out stories. Yeah. Well, I love Gutenberg because it's free. And so are the books in your public library. So I love libraries that way. Uh, and I guess they're already paid for. And Gutenberg, someone paid for by working. And writing them all down. So, yeah. yeah. And keep learning.